0: Technology, huh? Yeah, it's uh, technology. That's what we're here to talk about, ostensibly. (laughs) Is there anything new with technology, or is it basically just all the same as it's ever been? I could just read the ad, and then Then we'd be done, right? Yeah, that's all we are. We're here to provide uh, You know, roughly half an hour of sandwiching around an advertisement that is a service we provide. We are the bland wonder bread around your advertising meat sandwich. Uh... So, I, uh, I've i been playing around with some smart home stuff today. Oh, we should talk about the fact that last week, um, I don't think we talked about those new Amazon announcements from last week, right? Because we recorded early before they uh, happened. Yeah, I think so, that's right. You know, so, I mean... It's I not Prime Day, but... It's not Prime Day. But, John... <laughs> it's no Prime Day. John, you know, I'm amused because, of course, uh, you have no interest in any of these things. That's right but what about as as always you and i have talked in the past about the fire tv though and the prices comparatively to the apple Mm -hmm. tv and so apple came out and we
1: did we talked about it last week too right um, and
0: but i don't think at that point amazon had released its new 70 dollar 4k hdr streaming (laughs) box but it was a perfect it was a perfect example of what we were talking about right which is is the apple tv so much better that it merits more than twice as much as that device yeah to which we think no (laughs) and to which amazon (laughs) amazon agrees (laughs) yeah james do any of these things work in scotland do all of them work (laughs) does Uh, you have fewer choices uh
2: they all work uh to the best of my knowledge have we started recording is this like are we in the podcast
1: (laughs) now i just i hope you i I hope you started recording
2: i did start yeah no No, this is this is how the show goes yeah, it yeah. just—it was such a seamless
0: flow from what the hell are we doing
2: to we've actually started.
0: That, that is actually oh. the premise of this entire podcast: is that it was just like Lex and John and I were just talking one day, and we realized we'd all been recording it, and we should just like distribute it. Very,
2: very odd. Oh, I'm glad to 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 fit in with that, that model. Then, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, they all work to some degree or another. I mean the. I think on the Apple TV, we still don't get the TV app thing. Mm. Um, all that stuff is missing. And uh, there's very little of the catch-up services on the Apple TV in the UK for some strange reason. So, you know, you can get the the BBC iPlayer, which is the main one, but uh, pretty much everything else is missing.
0: And that's like the uh, only but, thing that we can't get.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I mean... There's Netflix and and not Amazon, um, and stuff like that. I just use my PlayStation. It has to be said.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, and and but the and the Amazon stuff like you still don't get the Alexa, the Echo? No, no we get we get all of them I, th- I think
0: yeah the uk um, is that it, germany okay. are the other two places where okay there are okay. there's pretty I, good echo i couldn't remember
2: what the status of what that was i i don't think they're as full featured as the as the us ones it's missing a lot of the integration stuff um but i haven't got one and wouldn't have one in the house so uh, I, well, I, I, I don't know like, where's, like like where's
0: lex when i need <laughs> <laughs>
2: well i don't the, you know call
0: me old-fashioned but you know you're old-fashioned yeah okay fine. <laughs> well okay are um, you are you not a customer for a home pod then
2: um the thing is i trust apple oh, slightly it's,
0: more it's you
2: guys yeah it, it's it's the privacy aspects which i always bang yeah. on about but it's the you know you know it's either an advertising company or a shop company um or apple who seem to be in this to protect people's privacy so but but even then i i'm i'm still leery of the fact that i have a playstation camera pointed at me in in the living room 24 hours i can, a day. I can yeah. see
0: that you're leery i can see it on your face right now yeah as i'm uh, using your playstation camera you your open on your are open connection yeah um but i mean i've got an
2: apple tv and it is currently sitting on my desk uh connected to the smallest television in the entire world um (laughs) for testing but i don't tend to use it it's um i mean i'm using it primarily for uh development you know to just double check that pcalc actually still runs on it but uh, in the last 365 days, I did not make enough from the Apple TV version of PCALC to buy an, a 4K Apple TV. <laughs> oh, sorry. And that's disappointing <laughs> well, because extensive. I really wanted that 4K, uh,
0: 4K Peakalk.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, really. it,
0: it works. I
2: mean, well, in theory. But, um, yeah, it, it's, it falls between all the diff- other boxes. I mean, I've got, like, about 20 things connected to my TV that can do Netflix. So, yeah. Um, I don't really need any more. Um, mm-hmm. I've got, I do actually have one of the Fire TV, uh, one of the original sticks, which is connected to this smallest television in the world, um, which usually sits in the kitchen just for watching Netflix and stuff on. Uh, and I hate it. <laughs> uh, the The user interface is awful. I mean, it's... Uh, I have complaints about the Apple TV's interface, but it, at least it's, you know, fluid
0: um yeah i don't know i'll give you that
2: the, i don't know what the current models are, are like if they're better with more i, I think the
0: fire tv stick in particular the first one was pretty underpowered i had one of those as well and i have just the normal i have an original model fire tv which is actually in pretty good shape and has gotten some of the interface improvements that they've made i'm not going to claim the interface is that much better than apple's um or better at all i don't th- i don't think it is it has a couple things in it that are pretty uh nice features that amazon can do because of its integration with you know the many many properties it owns for example i really like the thing where you can hit a switch on it and it tells you who the actors are in this given scene
1: like, yeah i like that's that that's smart I mean, they
0: have and they had that in the ios app as well right and it's like that would be a great feature you know to have that apple should have because that really seems like a truly making a smart tv that is smart about something right it's something you couldn't do before because i've watched so many shows where i sit there with my phone and i'm like oh who is this and i have to go through the same repeated thing of like imdb Mm -hmm. look up this episode you know find out who these people are wait is that that character's name or is it that person um and so having that integration and because they own imdb obviously like they can do that uh much more easily than apple probably can so there are some cool things in there and I think that it's it, it, to me it's still interesting because this is an active field where there is a lot of competition still because there is no dominant player.
2: Yeah, but you would think for some I mean we would uh the pricing was the the thing that stood out with the yeah. new Amazon uh what is it Far TV four K
0: HDR. They're all shoving four K yeah. and HDR in their names there.
2: Because that, the pricing is such that you know it's well $70 versus $200 or something like that
0: i think the uh, the 4k is like 180 or something yeah 179
2: yeah okay but it it's a significant step up and yeah i mean the 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 integration with the apple stuff is nice um and you know having the thing in theory like my apple tv can be my uh home uh home kit uh, hub mm-hmm. uh, and talk to everything the problem is the one smart device that i have uh is a a power socket and it uses bluetooth for uh, talking to things and it's out of range of where the apple tv is <laughs> so it doesn't work at all so that, that that's my that's my smart
0: home is uh, <laughs> it doesn't work that's interesting um, i i do have the home hub stuff set up although the other day it wasn't working um like i tried to do something via siri and it was like oh i'm sorry i couldn't couldn't get in touch with these devices and i had to like dig through and find out that it like wasn't registering my apple tv as a home hub so i went to the preferences and the apple tv and finally discovered like it hadn't applied the most recent update or something and so right. the home kit uh, option was just not there <laughs> which was a little confusing because i had used it pretty successfully in the past for a while so i had to like make sure it had installed the update and then like sign out of iCloud and sign back in again. And then it started working, but it was, uh, yeah, it was a little annoying. Yeah. I had fun,
2: uh, earlier in the week, I was trying to test something on, uh, a Sierra system. So I had set up a virtual machine in VM fusion. So I could have like a, a virtual Sierra machine to go back to. And I logged into iCloud on that, Uh, and triggered probably every security alert throughout uh, uh, the Apple system. And every single device is like, oh, no, something's gone horribly wrong. I think, you know, you've been compromised. Please change your password, do all this stuff. And it's like, no, really, it was me. Um, And, yeah, I don't know if that was partially because of two-factor authentication or something, or the fact that it was in a virtual machine, so everything looked slightly dodgy. Um, But... Yeah, don't do that because you'll be logging into devices for you know the rest of the week.
0: Yeah, it's funny that you <laughs> mentioned that because something that occurred to me a couple of weeks ago. There was a uh, there was a story going around uh, a week or two ago about you know somebody getting hit with one of those um, uh, things where somebody locked them out of their MacBook. Oh like yeah, like a yeah. ransom
1: ransomware. Yeah, sort so of this thing. of yeah. course
0: this happened many years ago to uh, Matt Honan at Wired,
1: and mm-hmm. yes, as I a result that. of
0: that, I turned off. Uh, find my Mac uh, for both my iMac and my MacBook Air. I never had it on for my Mac Mini, and I went through and double-checked and, of course, found that at some point some update had re-enabled it. Um, yeah. And i it's one of those things that I found myself really stuck with trying to decide what to do about it because, on the one hand, the idea that somebody could just erase my Mac is kind of terrifying. Yes, I have backups. Um, it's not as scary with the idea that somebody could erase my phone because that really is pretty legitimately... I think easy because you lock that like with your passcode, right? I think it's that you lock that with a passcode as opposed to on the Mac you like make a new passcode. Right. Which I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but but we're just sort of trying to cover
2: cover ourselves on
0: that. We don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so I think when you go and like go into iCloud and be like, oh somebody stole my Mac, you can like set a new passcode on it. And that's what screws you right. over. Because if somebody breaks in and sets a passcode you don't know you are screwed whereas when you go in and lock your phone i think it just requires you to authenticate with your pre-existing with the same the existing one i see um at which point you know then it's like well i can unlock my phone or i can you know i've got iCloud backup worst case scenario yeah Yeah,
1: because hanks because hank left his uh when we were traveling a couple weeks ago he left his phone in the rental car and um and so uh i as soon as i could we didn't realize it until we were through the security check um i locked it um and then when we got it back they found it and sent it to us that um he just all he did was enter his passcode and unlocked immediately
0: and worst case scenario you wipe your phone i believe the activation lock is protected by your apple id password and so like it's protected with things you know rather than being protected with an arbitrary code that somebody else could create so that's one potential problem Um, And whether that just like that could be fixed by letting you override it with your Apple ID password or, you know, just locking it based on your existing password. That seems like preferable. Like, but but I'm stuck between this dilemma of like, what is a bigger worry? The fact that somebody might erase all my data or the fact that somebody might get all my data. (laughs) And (laughs) neither of those are good options. (laughs) Yeah. But they got, I mean, so they have to have your, your
1: password to begin with to do this. Like yeah, your iCloud. There
0: was some password. weird thing where it's like it didn't require two-factor authentication or something. There was some weird loophole yeah. where like I you think, could log it... in and it would not require two-factor because it assumes like if your device is stolen, you might not have the second factor on you currently. Huh. And that seems. I like thought it a was one of those things though, where they loophole. they
1: contacted Amazon or Verizon or something and socially engineered their way oh, into sure. getting. I mean,
0: I think, you know, getting your password, that is obviously a big problem, Um, but it seems like there are some other smaller steps that could be taken to prevent this from making Mm -hmm. it quite so easy, you know, adding a couple more layers uh, to make it harder for people to maliciously attack your device
2: well as, as soon as i get my iphone 10 i shall lock everything to my face and,
0: uh... <laughs> that'll fix everything i have yeah. seen so many articles <laughs> arguing about like no i'm sorry apple i just can't do face authentication right and
1: i could do i could do my fingerprint but i can't do my face
0: i roll my eyes a lot at this because i i get the i get the concern I get it. I do. If the if the cons- <laughs> if they were taking that data and they were uploading it to Apple servers, right? Yeah, I guess Fine. I should say I get the concern of people who are not technically savvy enough to know how this works. Yeah. If you just yeah. assume, I mean, oh my god, they're taking a picture of my
1: face, like then. Well, the thing that I think the thing that's so upsetting is that there are people who are technically savvy enough to know that this is that's not the way that it works, and they're still running around stoking this fear. Yeah, right. But I mean, I mean so it's not, neither one of these things, these are basically the same. Touch ID and Face ID are essentially the same. They're just using different features of your body. And they're not, it's not the most secure thing in the world. There are, uh problems with it in terms of you know the fact that the government can coerce you to enter both of those things as Mm -hmm. opposed to your password which they can't coerce you to do so in the in the uk they can coerce you to do any of it so okay (laughs) here here, apparently you can't they can't coerce you to do the password. they can't coerce you
0: to do something that you know only something that you they can like collect evidence from you or force you to do something um but yeah not they can't like getting your brain right. so
1: if you were fine with touch id then you should really be fine i mean logically you should be fine with um, yeah and, and face there are, id
0: there are valid concerns based on the state of law enforcement in the united states sometimes acting unethically but again if
1: mm-hmm. they can
0: point your phone at your face and unlock it they can shove your finger on right the, the home button so neither yeah. of those is going to save you
2: did you watch uh, Star Trek Discovery the other night with its fabulous <laughs> yeah. oh.
1: breath-based authentication? <laughs> yeah, they, can, they can collect your drool. That works as well. I'm and not sure why yeah. they chose that. I mean, like, what? Like, could have done? They could have done a face. Like, she could have scanned her face to like. I mean, I didn't understand why. It I mean, was so I just let it at that point. I just let hilarious. it go because it would have worked. It would have been the same either way. There's some, you know, there's always some MacGuffin that they can she can use to like get through the get through the thing that she needs to get through
0: something different that seemed futurey. I just yeah. thought that was so dumb that, you know, if
2: this is the most sophisticated ship in the fleet, it has the, <laughs> it can be defeated with drool. Um, but drool yeah, and a scan. Cool. This, this is why people are, are, are stressed out about Face ID, because they watch things
1: like Star Trek <laughs> Yeah, right. think that yeah. that's... Yeah, someone can steal your breath.
0: I mean, yeah. all they have to do is take your phone, like, slap you awake and point it at your face, and that works too. But you just don't look at it that that's the yeah you have to be looking
2: um i think you have to be was attentive to the device what
0: if what if they like clockwork orangey it could detect the matchsticks or whatever (laughs) holding your eyelids open Um, i mean it will be interesting to see how that plays out but i think that the most people creating fear about this at the moment are either uninformed or just doing it to gin up attention right yeah yeah
2: I, I was looking at the there's APIs now for doing the facial tracking that they sort of quietly rolled out as as the iPhone 10 uh, announcement happened, and it's kind of like a weird inverse AR thing. It's using the AR APIs, uh, but you get 56 points of articulation on, on out of a face if it can see one, so you can tell like the where you're looking, you know, the state of the eyes and. Uh, Lots of information, but I was just looking at it thinking, you know, is there going to be enough information in that for somebody to recreate your face? And I don't think there is, because it's, it's, I think it's designed specifically not to give
0: you basically the, the key that would let you you mm-hmm. know, build somebody's 3D face well, out of it. Plus, you'd have to follow. So they're using some sort of algorithm and you would have to follow the exact same algorithm
2: well yeah i mean it it's more that it's not producing a full 3d scan of your right, head right um it's just enough points to turn you into an animated panda or whatever
0: <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, that, which well, is in
2: t- the entire reason that I'm buying that phone. I have to say. <laughs> so that I can send little animated pandas to people. It's like, yeah, I, I'm all big on privacy and security, but give me, give me that anime. emoji is the trade off. Yeah. You just get that. you yeah, throw Yeah, you right can have my face. Yeah.
1: Are, are you guys ready for Alex style um, transition? here? Oh yes, please. Uh, because we've talked about, a lot about how people look from the neck up, but what about how you look from the neck down? Oh, good. <laughs> mm, tell me more. I am going to tell you more because a made-to-order suit fits you much better than a generic off-the-rack suit. And that is why we are here today to talk about Indochino, our good friends at Indochino. Indochino is making it easy to get a perfectly tailored suit at an incredible price. You can choose from hundreds of top-quality fabrics and personalize your suit just the way you want it. Whether it's for work, a wedding, or any other special occasion, maybe you get dressed up to go to holiday parties. Holiday parties will be here sooner than you think. Indochino has suited up hundreds of thousands of men and are now the largest made-to-measure menswear brand in the world. So what are you going to do? You're going to visit Indochino.com or drop by one of their nine North American showrooms. Probably not James. He's not going to do that one. Pick from hundreds of fabrics and patterns. Choose your customizations from lapels to pleats to jacket linings and more. Submit your body measurements, then kick back, relax, and get ready to step into the best, most stylish suit you've ever worn in just four months weeks. So this week our listeners can get any premium Indochino suit for just $379. That's uh, you know, what is that? It's less than two uh 4K Apple TVs <laughs> at indochino.com and enter rebound at checkout. So Indochino is spelled I N D O C H I N O and put in rebound the name of this podcast so that's 50 percent off the regular price for a made-to-measure premium suit plus of course the shipping is free uh you're never going to worry about badly fitting suits or expensive trips to the tailor again get ready to look like a million bucks i'm not sure how
0: many apple tvs that is it's a lot
1: well, it's a lot of Apple TVs,
0: not that, not as many, you know, as is like fire, TV, but for the 4Ks. price of two Apple TVs, you can look like many Apple TVs. <laughs> I, uh, I like to wear a custom suit that is entirely just Apple TVs.
1: Also maybe that's one of the armor. things that they put, you know, maybe that's one of the things that they can put
2: in there. So <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> So, where is Lex today that I'm
0: his understudy again? ironically, Scotland, no, that's just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think we know i it, you know what it wasn't my turn to watch him <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness um so let's see. we've got um the glut of software updates has passed us by. Have you guys installed uh high Sierra on all of your machines yet? the one that will take it (laughs) (laughs)
1: yeah
2: i well i mean it's part of my job but i've got i've installed the latest everything on everything um and i've been running most of the systems for you know like the last three four months or something so things have got gradually better high sierra was the last one i didn't want to put that on with its fabulous new file system uh (laughs) <laughs> that didn't mean to sound sarcastic um <laughs> you know i just didn't want to put on like a, a brand new file system onto my development machine while i was actually trying to write software on it um but yeah i've got everything now and uh all seems to mostly work you know there's always quirks and weird things with the first couple of versions but you know, i've not encountered anything major
0: I installed yeah. it on my MacBook Air and it seems to be fine. I'm gonna take the plunge on the iMac soon, probably, and the Mac Mini. I always kind of wait on, just because that's like the last bastion. But I will probably update it in the next couple of months. Maybe probably after the point release comes out, and we will see how stable that is. Yeah, as it turns out, you can't submit an iOS
2: app uh, that's been built on High Sierra. So you, you, what? You, what? So uh, I've, there's a number of developers that have been fighting with this. Uh, myself and uh, the uh, Twitterific guys. I was talking to them. And if if your app has like a, like a watch app or a sticker pack or something like that, and you build the thing on Hi Sierra and you try and submit it, the App Store says no. Nope, you all the icons are missing, or something like that. And, you know, if you know pCalc, you'll know the one thing it's not short of is icons. And, yeah, and it turns out, yeah, go back and build it on a Sierra machine, submit it, it works fine. I'm not sure exactly what's been happening, but there's been problems with, uh, when you upload a build, it does all this sort of verification on it to make sure that all the, you know, like the icons are the right size and things like that. And there's been problems with that since June uh and yeah so i i have this virtual machine the one that caused me all the problems before uh just for building uh on what looks like a sierra machine and uploading to apple wow. because high sierra
1: doesn't work currently So you build wow. you actually build in the virtual environment Yeah that, doesn't I mean, that take a lot longer No i mean oh, uh, really? okay.
2: I, I i don't want to shell for uh, vmware fusion but it is a really <laughs> really fast so okay. uh it you know it's like it's confusing because you've got you know computers within computers within computers right. and you're sort of right. looking at all these menu bars and I was doing that the other day I was sitting on my sofa using screen sharing to talk to my iMac and then going from that iMac into a virtual machine I had <laughs> three menu bars which makes for you know some confusion as to what to click on but yeah, yeah no it works fine
1: okay I may be used to using uh, virtual uh virtualization yeah. in back in the days when when yeah, i was you know, gonna it was like say a power, it was a power pc, PC machine like, intel. yeah yeah emulating yeah. right yeah
2: no because it's all intel on intel um, yeah it's fine um and i think the new version this does sound like an advert the new version's got gpu support which i haven't updated to yet but that sounds like you can get some 3d graphics acceleration going inside the virtual machine as well which i think would make some stuff a lot faster
0: i used to install those you know vmware and parallels every once in a while and test them out for work stuff and uh i love the idea of like oh yeah yeah and now i can just like install some windows stuff and and use those windows apps that i've always been longing wait what windows apps <laughs> <laughs> uh, no i mean
2: the. Yeah. go on well
1: yeah it was like the thing you always want to do is run games except the games were so painfully slow and in that environment, that it was right. like if, not even worth it.
0: If GPU acceleration actually comes through, then they'd probably be playable. But yeah, we'll give you know, the as... GPUs are
2: not good from uh, yeah. the start. Yeah, right. I right. I mean the the uh, what I use it for is installing old versions of macOS, so you can have like for everything from ten eight onwards in a virtual machine. So if you need like I need to go back and do something. Yeah, in a certain environment i can and i can have it set up with the x code of the time or whatever i've done this before when i was uh looking at old really old source code so i've got you know like a a virtual sort of mac classic that i can run think pascal on and still build stuff so it's it's useful and i think at some point in the future i'll have all these virtual machines inside another virtual machine <laughs> Virtual machines all the way down. <laughs> yeah, so that I, you know, I'll be all, I'll be able to sort of travel back thirty years in time mm-hmm. uh, to whatever I need. Um, but surprisingly, it is actually useful as as I discovered this week when it was like, well, I don't want to install like I can't go back to Sierra on this machine because I've got an Apple file system on it now, and you know. Yeah. i could go back from the time machine or whatever and i was like oh i could just actually put it in a virtual machine and my
1: my solution has always been just keep hard keep all hardware lying around <laughs> so I yeah around.
2: i i have a very limited base. <laughs> uh
0: the, solution of sorts
2: mm-hmm. yeah the, the, there's there's too much lego uh in this place <laughs> that uh there's not really no room for the old stuff you,
1: you need a basement. <laughs>
2: Yeah, well, I live two floors up, so um, <laughs> my my basement would be the flat underneath. And I yeah, have considered get, that's,
1: that's what you need the, to do. You need to rent that flat.
2: Well, if the if that flat uh, went on sale, or more likely, the one on this floor, um, you know, I'd considered you know they would double the size of this place, and I could have finally get my um, room full of classic arcade cabinets. Well, that's what I tell myself. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, but if I did get the one underneath, I could have a fireman's pole through the floor.
0: <laughs> I think you mean a Batcave pole, clearly. Mm. <laughs> yes.
2: Sorry. I, I did see that they were selling uh, the, um, what was it, Bust of Shakespeare or whatever. Oh, you, with a head? Oh, With a head. I, I saw one of those in a, in a short window, and I thought, hmm. But I don't think it would give me the full Batcave.
1: Did they have that in Think Geek? That sounds familiar. Like, I saw that someplace online.
0: Uh I kind of yeah. want one now.
1: Yeah, of course you do.
0: Well, if it's like what if it was like smart home compatible where I could use it to like turn on <laughs> and saw some awesome stuff in my house.
1: <laughs> well, I think that's what it, it was like it was a switch that would
0: do something too, if I remember. Correctly. Oh, it is, that, it is it awesome. is a think geek product. It is? Yep. 85 bucks. And it flips off, of and cheap. you put oh, I guess it's got a coin slot in it among other things and a dial that turns and a button does it actually function uh it seems to be a bank (laughs) oh it's a bank
2: i think that must be different than the one i saw there must be competing uh shakespeare bust products uh
0: well yeah i should probably find probably find the one that really works then
2: oh there it is yeah batman approved
0: um i want to mention uh since i've seen some stuff about this this morning i've seen several tweets this morning about it um there are people talking about the wireless charging capabilities of the iphone 8 and how apparently the Qi charging uh or at least with the existing pads is very finicky about how you have to put the phone down on the charging pad um like it requires because i think and this is probably getting into some like weird physics things but like it, the orientation of the device on the pad matters in terms of charging so if like if you're not if you don't have it lined up just so you'll wake up to a phone that has not charged at all or if as people have mentioned you have say a cat or a small child who might <laughs> nudge that phone off its alignment it doesn't charge uh and so i saw among other things uh, matthew panzerino our friend over at uh, TechCrunch, uh talking about another thing called pi um, which I guess is a um, wireless charging startup that has uses uh, something called magnetic resonance that lets you charge um, within a foot of the charging station, uh, which is kind of uh, cool. I'd like to see what that oh, does wow. to credit cards.
1: <laughs> y- yeah. Well, or, the, or the red shirt guy that walks in between the you know, <laughs> two things. This guy just v- gets vaporized.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, you can't win them all.
1: No, right. <laughs> you're gonna I, lose. I, you're gonna lose some people. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I had uh, a little. It was a sort of credit card sized thing that you could put uh, in your case, and it had a little lead that came out and went into the phone and added wireless charging to you know whatever hmm. phone you, whatever iPhone you wanted. And it was that was very uh, f- uh, fiddly as well. You know, it, sometimes you put it down and you weren't quite. In alignment, I didn't think it. I thought it was just you needed to be roughly on top of the the charging coils or whatever underneath. I didn't think it was a you know X Y alignment type problem. But uh, it, even those th- those were a bit um, a bit of a problem. But I'd, I'd like to see what Apple's version of this right. does with whatever right. their air is it air power. Air power? Yeah. yeah,
0: I think they are clearly trying to push that forward in a way where it works better um yeah. so I probably won't go out and buy you know a cheap charger for my iPhone ten immediately. Yeah, I mean you can get those things for like ten quid. So, yeah, all but right. The, well, I might maybe I'll buy a cheap one and we'll see how it goes. But I'm not buying yeah. their like fifty dollar Belkin one or whatever.
2: Yeah, no, I, I think there's probably decent ones out there,
0: um, and I think IKEA have got a full yes, range of them, Ikea them as, do well, have yeah. some as well. I, the thing uh, that's that,
2: what I'd be tempted to try.
0: Yeah, the thing that got me was uh, so I've I had been thinking about replacing my uh, dashboard mount in my car for my phone, and the one that people like, the ones that people really like now are the ones where you put like a, essentially use a magnet like you put a like a metal thing in the case of your phone yeah that's what and I, that's then, what i have right that's not going to work with wireless charging because it's a magnet right <laughs>
1: yeah
0: <laughs> so you're gonna have some problems there well it's just uh, a, it's a
1: metal plate i mean it's you know
0: Right, you can't drop that on a magnet magnetic no, charger can, yeah. probably. it's going
1: to it, it block it's going to block the thing Yeah.
0: what I thought you were going to say
2: was there was going to be a wireless uh, there was a car mount that had a wireless <laughs> charger in it so you just sort of put your phone in and it starts charging I thought, well that's it seems like idea. there
0: should be a way to make that work like when I put my, so my toothbrush has wire, you know, inductive charging and when you yeah. put it on the base it kind of like magnets to the base slightly so there's no reason you shouldn't be able to like build one in where it's got like a magnetic charging pad and then like a little cord that goes down and plugs into your cigarette lighter that would be great i would take that i'm sure with some duct tape you could build (laughs) one of those quite easily (laughs) well problem solves itself then
1: and of course (laughs) i i will get it in like in five to ten years when i you know either either get my uh, se2 or um am forced to (laughs) change phones (laughs) Well, I I suspect with the iPhone 10 that
2: because I didn't get an eight, and I thought, well, let, let's save up and go for the 10 because it it will be useful for actual development. And well, that's how I'm justifying. That's it. how
0: you justify everything, I can tell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Um, but uh, I think if
2: it's from the sounds of it, if you don't order one of these within the first 30 seconds. You know, we might not get our phones until January or something.
0: Yeah, I'm a little Uh, worried about that, especially because there was a poll the other day where they asked people, like, which capacity you're going to get. And it's overwhelmed, like the majority are going for the larger capacity, which yeah, I I, need is a strong word, but like, I just don't, I have too much stuff for a 64 gigabyte model. If there was a 128, that'd be fine. But it's 64 and 256, so I'm getting 256, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, those Apple marketing geniuses. (laughs) Ugh, mm.
1: in their math <laughs> yeah. yeah well that was the thing with hank it's like he, you know i wasn't going to get him an eight because i'm not going up to that, that level he's he's at a 128 and he's like full to the gills but you know if i go up to 256 it's just going to be a, an evil progression forever he's just going to fill that one up and keep going
0: yeah i <laughs> should i should pare down the number of apps on my phone and yet i always am like but what if i need that app
2: well, you know, thankfully, iOS 11 has got rid of a whole chunk of
0: apps. So that, that is true. That is true. But like, if maybe if just developers would start stop, stop making their app so big. Not you, of course, James. Your app no. is all yeah, well, value.
2: Yeah, my my app is you know there's absolutely no filler in it whatsoever, and there certainly isn't a game in the about box now. <laughs> and I certainly wasn't right before I came on this podcast uh, putting small golden bananas around a city.
0: Are you, like, backing into being a game developer? Is that how this is going?
2: It, I, I'm pivoting to game development, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, it was...
0: I, Most so people I would bet- put a calculator somewhere in a game, and yet you've decided no, to flip I, that on its head.
2: It was because I needed to learn SceneKit for doing AR stuff, because I wanted to mess around with AR, to and which proved to be a, a, a valid choice because Apple's currently... Featuring Peacock in the AR section. So um, that will pay for the, the iPhone X. But the... So once I'd learned all the 3D graphics and I'd sort of made a little rotating icon and stuff, it's like, oh, well, let's try the physics. So I sort of dropped some things on it. And, oh, that's quite good. And then, you know, like fast forward a month later and I'm driving a little car around in the about books. <laughs> and, and I was like, this is actually quite fun. You know, it's like I can build a thing and I can put it in 3D space and then I can drive a little car around on it. Okay. Uh, and then it just kind of went from there. Uh, I did actually port the 3D about box to the Apple Watch, which I think is possibly the the, <laughs> the most pointless um, thing. But it, it worked. So, well, you can't drive the car, sadly. But. <laughs> oh, but I, don't yeah. even, I don't even want it then. <laughs> But it's, uh, yeah, I, I, I started in the, I, I built it out and, you know, I put like this little sort of stunt course, uh, in, uh, in the current version that's on the store. And then I, I just had these ideas left over and I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to, I'm going to make this secret area of the secret area. Um, so that, that's what I'm currently working on and, uh. <laughs> Uh, I'll, I'll say the hint is, this, is, is look... this
1: uh are you breaking the news here is this um yeah it, it's <laughs> yeah. look
2: for, look for the
0: golden banana that, that, that's the, that's the key to, this is to the, getting out this is the worst adaptation of <laughs> indiana jones that i've ever heard <laughs> indiana jones and the golden banana
2: yeah no it's it's literally is to keep me sane is what all this stuff is it was like it was not the best
0: what you're saying is you haven't found a way to improve upon math so you've decided to really go in a different direction well i think uh, you will find that in game development there is an awful lot of math no that's
2: a lie uh, there's more than i knew anyway put it that way as i'm i was like oh i should have really paid attention about all this stuff with matrix multiplication a long time ago
0: (laughs) Uh, They told me I wouldn't need that anymore, and I believed them. Yeah, well, uh, don't do game development. (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, not a problem.
2: It's it's just a bit of silliness, uh, and uh, hopefully, it will amuse some people. I had got a request from App Review because they couldn't—I think they couldn't find the AR mode because it's hidden away in this about box—and they said, "Could you make us a video demonstrating this?" feature and in the feature you can sort of fire flaming bananas around your room and and all manner of things uh so i (laughs) i i did this video and and you can also you can write you can like sort of draw things in 3d space so i draw this hello app review message and all the stuff and
0: yeah
2: it got approved so (laughs) I, I, i i'm just hoping that somebody got
0: was amused somewhere in apple eddie q is laughing his ass off <laughs> while he's at the warriors game
2: yeah because uh, i think phil Schiller personally
0: approves uh, all oh, the apps good point so. well phil i'm sure phil enjoyed that john did you think I, I do, do you think like you so. want to give drop a line see if you like I it do. i'm gonna stay out of this oh. i think that's i think that's the best for everybody that'll that'll be a first yeah <laughs>
1: uh anything else anybody wants to talk about <laughs> uh I, i've done my plug so yeah you know, really yeah I'm, I'm, you've I'm got that's a good one
0: too you hit yeah, your I'm, uh hit your quota today i'll have to
2: hey i i i always see this as like you know it's getting the the film star on to talk about their movie onto your judgment, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> 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 so, I, I think I, I might have caused john to choke today uh, then,
0: uh, so. that's all right his all right. time was coming
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh well yeah, a right. vacancy on the podcast <laughs> you had a then. good run
1: <laughs> did i
0: <laughs> we, we, want to, we want to call it time of death yeah time of death Twelve forty-eight p.m eastern yeah <laughs> speaking of time of death paul otolini died what really
1: yeah i missed that Sixty guys just just, 66, just, yeah, like, just announced Wait, was he was the same
0: age as tom petty this is yeah suspicious. right i know it's been a terrible year for like famous I think people you in their just 60s end that sentence there <laughs> it's been a terrible, been a terrible year. year i think we can all agree.